Hello, hello. Good afternoon, beautiful people sending y'all love and happiness. I wish I can give all y'all a hug. I know I would enjoy a hug from y'all as well. Um, I just really wanted to share with y'all what I just spent my Saturday morning and afternoon doing. Um, just came back from a, a, a basically a, not a training, a seminar. Wow. Yes, a seminar. And it was called Yes to Best. Uh, Best is an acronym and it stands for Beyond Emotional Stressors and Trauma. So many, so many people came together to make this happen, um, especially the Austin um, community members, uh, mental health organizations, one being a group that I am a part of called YNA Fellowship. Me, uh, it's an acronym that stands for You're Not Alone. It's a suicide prevention and awareness um, group here at my university here at HT or Houston Tillerson University. And overall, just some amazing people. Just to shout out a couple of more organizations that make this happen. Uh, the D. Woods Foundation, who uh, partners up with YNA as well. Um, Integral Care, NAMI Central Texas, Travis County Summer Youth Employment, Travis County, um, Travis County uh, Child Care Guidance Center, the FBHN, which is Af- Austin's Area African American Behavioral Health Network, and just so many other people that were able to speak to us today. And it was just so amazing, so moving, and how it was just reminding me that it really is takes a community to, to heal. And what was great about this, it was just people of the community giving their time on a Saturday. Uh, it was for uh, ages 12 to 22, and it was all surrounded like topics that we uh, were in sessions with. Um, just amazing. It was an amazing seminar. And, um, what I went to was, uh, a session and called you got now. And, um, the woman that put this session on was, uh, her name is, uh, Janae Dyson. She is Dr. Janae Dyson. She is so amazing. She actually opened up the seminar and just was, so motivational and she has this book out called uh think up and you're gonna hear all about think up more i recorded her breakouts of the session and i really hope that y'all enjoy it just as much as i did take notes while you're listening to her um and the next one i will be putting up shortly after is um called coping rhythm regulation and breathing and honestly that was so much fun uh, it was led by uh, Twyla Williams, uh, Dr. Williams, and uh, a bunch of other people from AISD who are in the mental health realm. And this, just know this whole thing was surrounded by mental health. I forgot another organization to shout out was the Hogg Foundation for Mental Health, which is at uh, UT, the University of Texas. And um, yeah, just it was just so many beautiful people and it was focused on african-american community people of color hispanics um anybody and to just really infiltrate the lack of awareness or even this topic being talked about uh in our community in our homes at our schools and it just it felt 
so much love so like a family i'm gonna keep using that word family because that's what it really felt like and we're just dancing as you're gonna hear in the coping and rhythm and regulation and breathing session we were literally dancing the whole time and i just felt so refreshed and i shout out to all my yna members my fellow members uh really am enjoying their company and their love and knowing that I'm not alone in any of this uh in anything going forward and yeah shout out to Dr. Dyson she really just hit home anyway let me stop talking I hope everybody's having a great Saturday and I really hope that you enjoy these next two sessions um yeah enjoy bye-bye best-selling author, motivation speaker, consultant, and transformational coach who specializes in teaching others how to think up. Mm. You know that now, think yes. up. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. So introduce All her. Right. Let's give her a little applause. Yeah! I feel like I'm going to laugh. I know. Like we're about to like dissect something, mix something, make something. Right. So, I don't even know what time it is. So, it's kind of 12 noon, right on the dot. So, good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. As you know, I like to talk to you because I feel like it's a conversation. Like, nobody wants like, people to just stand up there and speak and just do this. Y'all would be, like, going to sleep for Like, it's a Saturday. Like, you don't want to be in lecture, right? You don't want to mm. be, like, in school on a Saturday school. You want to have a conversation. So, that's what we're going to do today. Was there anybody that was not in the General Assembly this morning? You did not hear my first talk. Raise your hand if you were not there. Perfect. Everybody's here. So we just going to pick up. So this morning, or 15 minutes ago, I talked about think up. I talked about really how do you take control of your life mentally. Now, we are in a safe space. Okay? So everything that we discuss here is for this space. If at any point in anything that we talk about, this won't be as heavy as the other one. It will be a little bit lighter. But at any point... If something comes uncomfortable, if you feel like, okay, I really need to talk to someone, you can just raise your hand or you can just turn to the back, to the gentleman in the back. He will be more than happy to take you to have a mental health team out there because I want to make sure that everybody feels good mentally because remember, where your head goes, your body follows. So what's one thing that I talked about earlier that really stood out to you in this moment? That success is not earned, it's created. It's created. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, thought, actions, habits, and we're gonna go into that a little bit more. Yes, ma'am. I really enjoyed the whole thoughts because I just started also showing gratitude to okay. my body. So I was like, okay, this yes, is awesome. Gratitude, Manif- manifesting a lot of stuff. Okay. Has anybody ever had anything bad happen to you in life? Raise your hand. Okay. Has anybody ever woke up in the morning and said, like, man, why does this always happen to me? Like, why is my life so hard? Why is my life suck? Why is this always so challenging? Seems like problem at the problem. Yeah, I Okay. Everybody look around. Keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. Everybody look around. Most of everybody in the room have experienced something that has been challenging, something that's been hard, something that's been frustrating, something that's been painful. Every single person has had to overcome something that is hard. Like, it's hard, okay? 
You're not alone. Everybody goes through it. The difference is some people have better coping skills and can manage things a little bit easier. So let me break this down of how this whole process for me happens. What think of. So this was my life, just a straight line. In life, in our thoughts, in our mind, we have positive and we have negative. So I probably started off just as a little baby, as a little girl, most of us, we probably started off more on this side, right? Mm -hmm. Because I speak all the time. I speak in hundreds of schools and, and, and companies every single year. And I've never met one kid that has ever woken up and said, when I grow up, I want to be a high school dropout. When I grow up, I want to be addicted to drugs. When I grow up, I want to have bipolar. Not one. I hear them say, I want to be a teacher. I want to be a doctor. I'm going to play the NBA. Like, we all have dreams and high hopes and aspirations. And we all start life off in this fairy tale place. We're playing with our Barbie dolls. We're pretending we can drive cars. We're putting on makeup. We're playing with our Barbie houses. We're pretending we're a teacher. We're teaching other people. We pretend that we, we can dunk. Back in my day, it was Jordan. Y'all probably thought y'all was what? LeBron James, Kobe? Who y'all look up to when y'all were little? Kobe. Kobe? So y'all probably see I was a Jordan phase. Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> so you're probably, like you're playing, you're like, man, I want to be like Jordan. I want to go to the NBA. Like my son, he's 14 now. He still thinks he's going to the NBA. And, you know, and anything is possible if you work hard. <laughs> so he's just still thinking he's going. He probably won't go based on his work ethic unless he really kind of shifts over the next couple of years. But in his mind, he's like, you know, I think, what's the game he plays in? The 2K game? What's the game yeah. Yeah, the NBA 2K has, has him all jacked up. He's designing shoes and thinking that he can really sell these shoes. He's like, Mom, I got to go. I have a press conference. A press conference of what? And he's mm -hmm. doing press conference on the video games. Oh, you that's know? crazy. Yeah, he's that's like, so cute. He's like all into deep. So we all start <laughs> off in this space of where we're like we're feeling good. We're imagining like everything's good. Then as life happens, we either stay in this realm are then we start to come over to here. So for me, what happened growing up, it was like growing up, I was abused when I was younger, physically abused, so then I started moving over here. I was bullied in school. Kids told me that I thought I was white and that I talked too proper and I was too skinny and my hair was this and I was too dark. So I was talking all the time in school and I didn't really have a lot of friends. So I started to move and go more over here. And then as life happened, I found myself all over here in this more negative space where things were hard and I started attracting hard things where sometimes if I said like I didn't like school school was hard and school became hard well I don't really like those girls then it then became like the girls didn't like me like it just it really became where I started to to amplify hard things in my life so what I realized is that the only difference between people, like everybody has this experience. Everybody has life experiences. Some may be harder, some may be a little bit lighter, but we all have life experiences. So what I realized was the difference between the people that are on this side and the people that on that side is that they knew how to manage their emotions. They knew how to play in this lane. 
Like they knew how really to think up. It wasn't that life was always good and they always did over here. And it wasn't that life was always bad. They knew like, how do I focus on this thing to get to where I wanna go? How many of you have a dream in this room? There's something that you really want to do. Okay, who wants to share one? Is it Michaela? No, I was gonna look at you. <laughs> What's your dream, Michaela? I want to become a professional singer, like. Okay, a professional yes. singer. Okay, so what I want you to say when you say, "I am a professional singer." I am a professional. Okay, singer. so you're a professional singer. All right, who else has a dream? Is it okay? It's Yeah Buster. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I want to be a pilot. A pilot. Okay. Cool. So, what do you need to say? Yeah, I'm a pilot. Yeah, like we already have, like you really have to tell yourself those things. Because what happens is, when you tell yourself those things, you become those things. Mm. Like, how many, any, anybody has a car? Anybody has a car yet? Anybody ever been in a car? Yes. Okay, y'all been in a car. That's anybody a ever had family members that got a car? Whether it's yeah. a new car, blue car, red car. It's, so it's one of those things. When you get a car, say you got a red car. You never had a red car. You get this red car. You get on the freeway. What happens? Everybody else has. I would say you start oh. saying everybody else got. Everybody red else cars. got red cars. <laughs> you get a white car. It's like why everybody got a white car? Like I didn't even see this many white cars. Oh. Yeah. It's like whatever you think about, you bring about. Yeah. Like everybody starts to have something because you're because you're fixated on that thing. So the way your brain works. Huh? It's crazy. But do you know why? Do you understand why? Okay. I think I know. Huh? I mean, your mind is set uh, already like set so on it. It's called it's a fancy term. If y'all are in high school and y'all have to take the SAT, this is the SAT word. If you want to go into medical school or medicine or healthcare or psychology or neurology, this is a word. It's called brain plasticity. It's a big word. Brain plasticity. What this means? This means that. You can train your brain to do anything. So, this we're gonna go into a little biology. Welcome to Saturday school. <laughs> your brain is an organ, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's an organ, like your heart, like your kidneys. These are organs. However, what makes the brain so special is that even though it's an organ, it operates and functions like a muscle. Y'all follow me? Yes. Okay, so a brain is an organ, but it functions like a muscle. So what does that mean? You can't work. Right. When you lift weights, what happens with your muscles? They get bigger and stronger. Like you train your muscles what to do. Brain plasticity, I'm making it as simple as I can. It's the ability to train your brain to think differently. So that's why when you get a new car, Everybody has new cars. You get these new shoes, everybody got the same shoes. You get this new purse, everybody got the same purse. You get this hairstyle, everybody got the same hairstyle. Man, like every single person, even though it's really not, it's the same number, but because your brain has made that connection, it automatically connects with everything else out there. It's the same way that fear works. Like you'll hear people say, what's one thing you're afraid of? Somebody give me something. Spark. Heist. Spiders. Okay. Damn so here. what will happen? She's afraid of spiders. So because she has thought it, she spoke it, she has a reaction, her brain, every time,
time a spider is in the picture, her brain says, fear, 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 because it wants to protect her. She has trained her brain to take spiders and be like, oh my gosh, it's a spider, I'm afraid. Now, if she starts seeing spiders and she says, oh, it's just an insect, a spider is here to really help kill all the other bugs. It keeps down the pests. It really is like a pest control, yeah. like a pest population. So spiders are there because they, because they eat all the other smaller insects to keep the bug control down. So if she's saying, oh, it's just a spider, then her brain will say, oh, it's just a spider. And, her, and she won't even be afraid no more. That's like when people say, oh, I'm afraid of clowns or I'm afraid of dogs. But if they can start saying like, oh, it's just a dog. It's not going to hurt me. Like I don't have, it's, not, it's just a clown. It's just a silly person dressed up. And then they tell their brain, their brain will start making that connection. So that's why it's so important for you. I don't care what your life look like. I don't care what your grades look like. I don't care if you go to school or you don't go to school right now. I don't care if you have a desire to be a singer, but you don't even sing anywhere. I don't care. What I care about today is that you make it up in your mind. This is what I am. This is who I am. And then I'm going to show you how to start putting those things in place to where they just come to you. Like success. Y'all see successful people. It's not because they're smarter. It's not. It's not because they're smarter. It's not because they have more money. It's not because they're wired differently. It's because they believe that these things are possible. Y'all know who Lil Wayne is, right? Okay, Lil Wayne. So Lil Wayne said he knew when he was 15 that he was going to be the best rapper, the wealthiest rapper. Like he knew he was going to be in the top of the rap game one day. He knew he was going to have wealth and money. Not because he was the best rapper, not because he had the money, but because in his mind, he told himself he was. It's like Muhammad Ali. Muhammad, y'all heard of Muhammad Ali before? Yeah. Muhammad Ali, people call him the greatest fighter. Did y'all know nobody ever told him he was the greatest fighter? No, he told himself that. He told himself he was the greatest fighter. And then what happened? We started calling him what? Saying he was what? The greatest, the greatest fighter. And now the world, when you think of boxing, you can't think of boxing without thinking about Muhammad Ali. So it's what you tell yourself is what you become. Mm. So what you think is what you speak, and what you speak is what you become. So if you think in your mind, I'm not pretty, I'm not smart, I'm not good enough, then what's going to happen? You're going to become those things. But if you start thinking, and, and I know sometimes it's hard, you start thinking, I am pretty, I am smart. And you said over and over, even when you don't believe it, even when you don't feel it, you will eventually become those things. Mm-hmm. So everything starts with your what? Thoughts. thoughts. So that's T for thoughts. Mm. Then you move into what? What is A? Action. Actions. So that's me. So once you think I am a pilot, I am good in math, I am, I am a singer, I'm going to be, what singer do you like, Michaela? Is Michaela? Okay, what singer do you like? Aaliyah. Aaliyah? Okay, so I'm going to be the next Aaliyah. I'm going to be, like, I'm going to have more success than Aaliyah. So now you think it, now what do you need to do to become, to have that same level of, of success? What does she need to do? Y'all help me. Ask right her voice. Okay, how does she do this? What does she need to do? Let's talk about it. Huh? Singing practice. classes. So, how, so should she practice how often? Once, every, once a day. Week? every day every single day you have to become addicted and obsessed with it 
That's what they call, what Kobe called it, the Mamba mentality. I call it thinking up. But that's what the Mamba mentality is. If you know Kobe Bryant basketball, Mamba mentality is like you have to become obsessed with whatever it is that you want to do. Because remember, whatever you focus on is what you become. So if you focus on your problems, you're going to become a problem. Mm -hmm. If you focus on success, you will become successful. It's like it's impossible, and I'm saying that, it's impossible to go to the gym and work out and watch your calories and eat healthy and don't see a change in your body. That's impossible. You may not lose weight. You may lose inches. You may lose inches and weight. You may get better physically on the inside. You may get clearer mentally. But it's impossible to do the right things and not get the right results. Life, like that's how life works. Life is about whatever you do, whatever you create, that's what you get back. So action, so if Michaela wants to become a singer, Michaela needs to practice. How often are you practicing now? Every day. Every day, okay. So she's practicing every day. Are you confident enough to wear my say, Michaela, I want you to come right now, stand on here, and I want you to just sing it five, four, three, two, one. It's you, Michaela. Are you confident enough where you can get up and you will sing any, any place, any stage, any time, no matter what? Okay, let's go, Michaela. Here Show us how you do it. Right. Oh, yeah! All right, Michaela. Let's go. Sing, Michaela. Woo! I'm not going to sing. Hey. What's your call it? Uh, you have any requests? Yeah, those. Summer Walker. No. <laughs> Would you like okay. a lyric? Whatever, whatever song you know that word listen, for word. Listen, about Beyonce. I'm sorry. We're all I was actually out of <clears throat> Hold on, because I'm kind of sick and like. <laughs> it's okay, because guess what? Happy birthday. Pros, they perform whether they're sick or not. You yep. a pro, Michaela. Yes! You, you were born for this. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Mm. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Okay, so listen, 
You take a bath over and over and over, and that becomes a habit. Because you can't just do it one time and think you're gonna get the same results. Mm, you exactly. can't just take a bath at the age of four and think that, oh, I'm still gonna smell clean when I'm 18 years old. Oh no. So a habit is something you do over and over and over and over. Over and over and over. I don't know who said it, so I don't wanna throw out somebody's name, but they said you need to become so good at whatever it is that you've been called to do that you no longer have to introduce yourself. Mm. Like you need to become so good that you no longer have to introduce yourself. So let's think about it. If Barack Obama walked in the room, would most of us recognize who he was? Mm. Yeah. Would he have to come up here and we have to say, okay, hold up, sir, we need to introduce you to the room. <laughs> would you already know who he was? Yeah. If Oprah walked into this room, would Oprah need an introduction? Mm -hmm. If Beyonce walked in here, would she need an introduction? No. Mm -hmm. If Rachel Hollis walked into this room, would she need an introduction? Yeah. you like, yes, because what? <laughs> I don't like, know. You don't know her. So you need to become, and she's an influential speaker for stay-at-home moms. And if you're not a stay-at-home mom, you probably wouldn't know who she was. <laughs> so that's the key. The key is to become so good at the thing that you have been put on this earth to do that you no longer have to introduce yourself. How do you do that? Is with your habits. It's being able to stick your habits by doing it over and over and over to where it becomes a part. When you do this over and over, it spells a word. It's Tahoe, T-A-H-O. Tahoe is the outcome. Mm. So T is thoughts, A is actions, Habits and your habits produce your outcome. So if you say, I really want to be able to control my anger and my emotions. Like I'm easily frustrated, I'm always sad, like I want to become healthier mentally. That's gonna be the outcome. So how do you get there? It's what we call reverse engineering. Reverse engineering means what? Would I go forward or would I go backwards if I'm reversing? Backwards. Backwards. So we gonna go backwards. So if you're saying I need to be healthy mentally, I need to have a different mindset, I need to be able to manage my emotions, I need to be more confident, I need to achieve things, whatever it is. I want to become a pilot. I want to do this. How do I get there? It starts with the outcome. That's where you want to be. How do you get there with those habits? So let's just say somebody that says I want to be more confident. Because I think that's, that's something that many of us can all work on, is being more confident, showing up, being confident. So outcome is, I want to be more confident. How do you get there with confidence? What can you do every single day to help you enhance your confidence? Look yourself in the mirror. Okay, so you can do affirmations. Affirmations. So this is daily affirmations. What else can you do to increase your confidence? Fake it till you make it. Okay, so look, so we're gonna switch the fake it part. Because there's enough fakeness on Instagram and everywhere else. But what we're gonna do, we're gonna faith it. Faith it? Faith it. Faith it is seeing and believing. Faith it is believing in something that you can't even see. So we're gonna have the faith to believe it. So we're gonna faith it to it's our reality. We're gonna call ourselves doctors and pilots 
and healthy and successful until we reach that goal. When I had a 1.9 GPA, I told myself I was a doctor. People say, girl, you're too dumb. You're not even smart enough to be a doctor. Look at your GPA. When I was homeless, I called myself wealthy. When I was wanting to be a CEO, I made a makeshift office in my closet and put a picture of Oprah's penthouse and told myself that I was a top executive. Before I had my company and had a team, I, had, I made up an assistant. Her name was Alexis. So when people would call my office, I would be like, y'all wanna know what I did when I didn't have any money when I started my business? I knew that I wanted to work with high corporations. I knew that I wanted to work with schools and universities, but I also knew that they probably wouldn't talk to the speaker, that they wanna talk like, like when you call Toyota, you're not gonna talk to the CEO, you're gonna talk to who? The worker. Okay, like what? Like what's the secretary. The assistant, the receptionist, the secretary. So I didn't have any money, so this is what I did. When people would call my company number, hi, thank you for calling Dr. Jenna, how may I direct your call? Okay, please hold. They want to talk to me, y'all. No, this is, do y'all, are y'all following me? Yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, thousand one, thousand two, thousand three, thousand four. Hi, thanks for holding. This is Dr. Jenna. Oh, yes, you need to speak to Alexis, my assistant. Okay, okay, thank you. Thank you so much, Michaela. Hold on. And then Alexis would pick up. Who was Alexis? You. <laughs> me. So I faked it until I had somebody <coughs> to take my call. Because I wasn't going to let a corporation say, I'm not going to invest in this company because they're too small. Like, I'm going to go ahead and put together who it was that I wanted to be. Because I know in due season, that's going to happen. Hmm. So the habit is what you do every day. So if you want to become more confident, if you say, you know what, I'm really not confident, I really struggle with my emotions, I really don't feel healthy mentally, things that you can do every day is daily affirmations. What else can you do every day? Dress like where you want to go. Dress like where you want to go. So you can, especially when you feel down and when you don't feel your best, you can, it just does not take money. It does not take a lot of clothes. This takes you simply getting up in the mornings, pulling yourself together, making yourself look the very best that you can be. So dress and look like where you want to go. What else can you do? I feel really depressed, I feel sad, I don't feel confident, I don't feel good enough and smart enough. I think what are some things that I need to do every single day? So we got daily affirmations, we got dressing and looking the part, what else? I think so also, uh, I say talking to the right people. Okay. Yeah, I just want to surround yourself with the right so people. So connecting with the right support. <laughs> that you hang with. So I want you to think about your five closest people around you. Like this is like a gut check. Are they positive? Are they healthy? If they're in school, are they making good grades? If they're not in school, why are they not in school? Is it because they're working? Is it because they have a medical or health reason and they can't go to school? Or is it because they just don't wanna go to school? Like, do these people, do they have goals? Are they driven? Are they coming to conferences on a Saturday morning? Like, the five people in your circle. Let's do gut check. Is it Justin? Yes, ma'am. Okay, Justin, talk to me. Who's your fat five? Are they good people? Yes, 
Okay. Mm-hmm. All of them? I'd probably say the majority. Okay. Okay. So the, so the ones that's not good people, what are they doing right now? You ain't got to say no names. Are their grades good? It's decent. But it's like, I know for a fact, you know, they can be doing better. You know, they're not in the right direction how they should be. Okay. So why are they close to you? Why do you keep them close? I'd probably say the reason why they're close to me is because they know, I'd probably say like my potential. Okay. But they know the type of energy that I give Okay. Know, that I give off, so therefore they will try to be around that energy. Okay. So you can kind of, so you're the, so you're the seed planter. You're planting seeds in them. Okay. Yeah. All right, who else? I honestly, I was thinking about it. I don't really have five people close to me. Um, that I consider friends, but I do have like mentors who are, okay. um, but they're all really great. I think going in that age, that's why I slowly stopped having friends because not everybody was the same mindset as me and bringing me down the wrong yeah. path. And let me be clear, it's, it's, it's nothing wrong with having friends that are not on your level. In fact, you're, in fact you should be the one in a group where they're like, well, why, is, why are they in a group? Like, like you should be the one that's on the bottom. Like if you're the smartest one, mm. if you're the if you're the smartest one, if you're the most driven one, then you're in the wrong circle, yeah. because you need to be in a group where people are pushing you to go higher. Mm-hmm. You need to be in a group where people have more money than you, where they have more access, they have more resources, where they are killing it in school. Like you need to be in that circle, because if not, then you're going to be the one that they're going to be taking the energy from, and then you're going to stay in that level because you have nobody raising the bar for you. Mm-hmm. Like you got to raise the bar. Remember what I told y'all. Success, mental success, financial success, physical success, health success, all of those things, those things are not earned. Those things are created, which that's the beauty of it. Because that means that we can create whatever it is that we want. I was speaking, I was speaking at, a, at a college and this young lady came to me and I was doing a session on, it was talking about like, I don't remember the session, but I had other speakers there, and they were talking about, like, how do you, like, monetize your gifts? And these were all college students. Well, they were college and high school. And one young lady was like, well, I need money because, like, she said, I want to, she said, I want to start doing makeup. She was in high school. She said, I want to start doing makeup for people because I really love makeup. And people say that I can do makeup really well, and I do it on my friends and my family, and they like it. She said, I really want to start a makeup company, but I don't have the supplies. And we were like, this was last year in March, okay? So she was a junior, senior, high school, so March. And so I was like, well, how much money do you need to get, like, at least a startup makeup kit? She said, I need $100. If I had $100, I can at least get, like, a startup kit, and I can start doing people's makeup. So if you're in high school, and if you're not in high school, think back in March. What happens usually for high school, April and May? Uh, Where people need makeup. What do they need makeup for? Graduation. Prom and graduation. So what we told her was that this is how you do it. So you may not have the money now to buy the makeup supplies, but what if you started and said, hey, I'm going to be doing makeup this weekend for prom. For you to sign up, it's $20 to hold your spot. And then when they come, they pay the remainder. This young lady came back to me like a couple weeks later. She made $800 that prom weekend. Wow. 
she took what she had on the inside and she realized that it's not going to be given to me. So just because my mama can't give me $100, just because I don't have it, don't mean that I have to stay stuck. What do I have in my hands that it will help me reach my goal? So I'm sharing that with you is because for you to go where you want to go, nobody may not give it to you. Nobody may not open the door. Nobody may not call your name. Nobody may not recognize you, and it's okay. Call your own name. Like create the life that you want. By following these steps. When I started following these steps, things in my life changed. So daily affirmations, dress and look at the part, connecting the right support, all of these helped to build the confidence that I needed. But it's also what you guys are saying, if somebody's struggling with depression and confidence, all the things help them to get where they need to do. So now they do this. And then the action says they're doing it every day. So the, so the habit part is they're doing it consistently. This is what they're doing. And now they're thought, they're thinking higher. They're thinking about where they're going. And they're doing mind checks. Mind checks is like the moment you start saying, man, I'm gonna fail that test. Man, that test gonna be hard. You shift your thinking and said, I got this test. Like I've been studying, I prepared for this. When you start saying, even if Michaela would have said, oh my gosh, I have to sing, I'm nervous. Nope, you mind check that. I'm not nervous, I was born for this. Oh man, I have to go to a boring conference on a Saturday. Man, what's the one thing that I can get from this conference that will help me right now in seventh grade and eighth grade? Like, that's how you shift your mind. Don't be telling on him. <laughs> that's how, so that's how you shift your thinking. Does this make sense? Okay, so let's go in it. We've got a few minutes left. So I'm going to give it to you guys because I want y'all to talk to me. But I want you to think about it. It's what I call the now thing. The now thing is the one thing that you need to do right now that will move your life forward. It's not about a whole list of stuff. It's not about, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that. It's not. Success is a sum of small effort. And it's what we call the compound effect, or the tipping point. It's not a whole bunch of stuff that's gonna move your life forward. It's one thing after another that's gonna move your life forward. But it all starts with what? One. So, what's the one thing, your now thing, that you need to do that will help you become the best version of yourself? Miss PR back there. Miss Public Relations, tell me your name. Lydia. Lydia. Okay, Lydia, what's yours? Uh, for me, it will be first changing my mindset. Okay. I think once I do that, it will flow to okay. How's your mindset now? Uh, it's not positive at all. Okay. Why? Why do you say that? Um, just based on myself, I think, I think negative thoughts. Okay. Myself, yeah. So what can you do to shift it, to work on shifting your mindset? Um, positive. Yeah. And it starts just like from today and then moving forward. And then anytime you have those negative thoughts, you can say, you know what, is this? So ask yourself these two questions. Are these thoughts helping or hurting? Are they helping or hurting? Like, it's, I mean, that's the easiest way. Like, is it helping or hurting? And then if those thoughts are like, if they're really not helping you to get to your goal, if that's not going to help me get to public relations, help me to become better, to be a better daughter, better sister, better friend, then I'm not going to do it. Then I'm going to switch it. Who else? Tell me your name. Jaden. Jaden? Okay. Jaden, what's one thing that you feel like you can do right now that will kind of move your life forward in a positive direction? 
I guess I already did it. Yeah. I moved here to Austin to college. Okay. Like, Where'd you move from? Forward. Okay. Thank you, Tom. What school you went to? Uh, okay. Okay. Awesome. Did y'all know each other before? Um, I not him specifically. Oh, okay. I left like three days, like some of my friends. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, okay, so you leaving Fort Worth and coming to Austin was the, yeah. was the step. Okay, so what can you keep doing to keep getting closer to your goals? Uh, what are you majoring in? Business. Okay, so what do you want to do with that? I don't know. Okay, you, on your, you know what type? I'm not for sure. I'm going to go business. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, so what do you need to do right now? It's your now thing that will help you get to that goal. So the first step was leaving home, going to college. Your GPA tight? Yes, I was a little shaky, Okay, so let me tell you this, and I didn't believe this. How you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm. Okay. Like how you do one thing is how you do everything. Do grades matter in terms of being a successful entrepreneur? I say, I say no. Okay. Because I, I see So, I'm going to say this and it sounds like I'm talking from two sides, but I'm really not. So, in terms of the grade, the grades may not matter, but being excellent in what you do matters. And having a strong work ethic matters. And work ethic in college is measured by grades. So, even though grades don't determine if you're going to be successful or not as an entrepreneur, it's just a measure. What I would tell you, and what I told, I don't think you were there yet, but I told them, I said, degrees open the door for you. They, like, they get you to the door. So some people, everybody don't need to go and get a job. Some people can just go and start a business and be very successful. But most people, they go and they work somewhere, they learn the systems, they build, they understand the culture, they do that. And then once they have enough experience, they know how things work and they can start a business. So degrees open the door. However, it's the skills that get you paid. So the skills of entrepreneurship. So that is doing things in excellence. That is consistency. That is hard work, like having strong work ethic. That's having strong values. So what I want to challenge you, Jaden, is that when you leave this room, you start thinking about what are the two areas in my life that I can show up and be excellent in from this day on. Like, because the grade, the numbers may not determine your success, but the mindset behind what you do, because let me tell you, when you have a 1.9 GPA, because what I didn't share in there, I had a 1.9 GPA, then I ended up graduating with honors. Do you know how much work ethic it took? Oh, yeah. For two and a half, three years, two and a half, two and a half years, to go from a 1.9 to graduate honors, I had to make 4.0s every semester to graduate with honors. So for me, that meant I had to change my five circles. People I was partying with, I can't do that. That meant that I had to move from the back of the class and showing up late to class to sitting right here early and writing down everything the professor would say. And I had to pretend that I was smart because when you were like, I was at University of Texas, so you're in a class like 600 people. So you are, you are literally a number. They could care less if you get it or you don't get it. So I didn't know what the professor was saying because half of them don't even speak English. <laughs> They're from countries over and I can't even pronounce. So I would look at the students and whatever they wrote down, I'm like, okay, what do you say? And then, and then the professor said, does anybody have any questions? When you're in a big room or even a room like this, 
You want to raise your hand so people can see you and know you and ask questions. So then I didn't know what to ask because I wasn't a smart girl. So I would raise my hand. I'm like, professor, me. Then they would call on me. I was like, oh, I was going to say what she said, but she already said it, so thank you. <laughs> I didn't know the answer. But that's how I had to position myself. So I did that. I showed up early to class. I moved from the back to the front. I changed my five circle. I started saying daily affirmations. I started going to office hours. I started interning with people. I didn't really know what I was going to major in. So I would go and do crazy internships. Like, oh, I don't like this. Nope, I'm not doing that. To figure it out. Because what I know now is how you do one thing is how you do everything. And nobody should be able to outwork you in anything that you do. Mm. Like, it's not about, like, nobody's your competition in this room. You're your competition. Mm. Like, every day, are you outworking yourself? So we probably got time for maybe, like, one more question, one or two more questions, and then we're going to wrap up. So, or not, anybody else got a question or got something that you know when I leave here, this is what I'm going to do to start to continue to move my life forward. Y'all showing up on a Saturday, that speaks volumes of you. I'll come back to you, Jada. Okay. okay. Um, so Tell me, I, is it? Kalea. Kalea, beautiful. Thank you. So um, I know that for me, I can, I, I'm excellent in a lot of what I do, but I'm, I procrastinate a lot. Okay. And so when I procrastinate, I forget to do things. And when I forget to do things, people think that I'm not good or mm-hmm. they think that my work ain't my work ethic is bad. So I think that my first, the first step to me becoming excellent in everything I do, even more, is to stop procrastinating mm-hmm. and to do things when they need to be done. To make schedules and to follow that and to make habits. Because a, a lot of times I got the thoughts, I got the actions, but I don't have the habit. Mm-hmm. I don't make it consistent every day. And opportunities are now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't procrastinate. It's what my grandmother said, like the early bird gets the worm. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't procrastinate. Because let me tell you, there are scholarships that will be given at the last minute, but you procrastinate on it, they're going to give it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Not because that person was smarter or was better or had more experience, but because they were on it, they were more disciplined, more organized. There are speaking opportunities that I have lost because I drugged my feet on it. I wasn't, I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. So how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you don't get nothing else that I've said today, What I want you to know is no matter what has happened to you, no matter what you're going through right now, everybody in this room, when we raised our hands about hardships and pain and challenges, everybody, 110 100 people, 100% of people raised their hands in some capacity when I asked those questions. Everybody's experienced hardships. Everybody's experienced pain. Everybody's experienced things and days where we didn't feel our best and we didn't show up as our best. But the choice right now on February the 8th, 2020, is that you have the ability to create what you want. And what I want to challenge you is that you guys take this and do this every day. And next year, or whenever they have the conference again, that you move from your seat and that you're the one standing here speaking. Mm -hmm. That you become the person. Because we got to put our hand and pull somebody else up. Mm -hmm. So... I love you guys. Y'all were amazing. Was this helpful today? Yes. Okay. Jaden, oh, I forgot you. You had your hand up. What was the last thing? Did you consider your dreams goals? Good question. So, so, so a dream is simply a goal without a deadline. So my dreams, so I take my dream and then I put goals to my dreams. And I reverse engineer. Because sometimes I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get there. Like, how am I going to get there? Like, one of my goals is to become a New York Times best-selling author. 
You got to have a massive social media following. You got to be all this stuff. I'm not even nowhere close. It doesn't matter. What I am going to do is that I have milestones to help me get there. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank Thank you so much. So give a round of applause. Thank you. So, thank up. And our session represents mental health and the spectrum from mental illness to mental wellness, to being mentally whole and just knowing how to cope with that. So what we're going to do very quickly, we're going to ask you to introduce yourselves to someone that you do not know. The way I know, you want to do it with your friend, huh? The way we're going to do that is, you know that song that gets you going? If you are driving, if you're on a road trip, and you start your energy feeling low, and you're like, okay, play this number six on my playlist. So we want to know what's on your playlist, the song that gets you moving every time. And if you're back, I see some people like around my age, at least we look like we're the same. Back in the day when we say, what's your jam? <laughs> we want to know what your jam is today. <laughs> so you already have yours, very good. Can't wait to hear something. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a few minutes and find someone that you do not know. And it really could be the person that you know. I don't know you don't want. Find someone that you don't know and discuss. I'm sorry. Oh, y'all, everybody knows each other? No, I mean, I don't know everybody. Oh, great. Oh, so, oh, well, there you go. Just pick somebody. So that's what we're going to do. Are we good? Okay. <laughs> Share it with someone else. Ready? Go. What's your jam? <laughs> there we go. All right. I got to find a friend. Do you mind if I hear it? Oh, I don't think I'm playing. My jam is kind of way Yeah, this is Jim. 
for physical movement. So some type of physical movement. Uh, diet, eat nutritious food, and stay hydrated. Now some of you, as I look around the room, I wonder if your nutritious food is hot Cheetos. I don't judge. But as you're eating those hot Cheetos, you should probably throw in an apple or an orange or a banana every now and then. I'm gonna throw in some green oh, vegetables. Strawberries. I don't, strawberries, yes. Carrots. Ca carrots, yes. So you know? So um, sleep um, is the S in meds. Sleeping up and practice good sleep hygiene. I cannot stress this one enough as young people and how we are attached to our electronic devices and to social media. It's going to be there. Snapchat will be there in the morning. Instagram will be there in the morning. And if you miss it, one of your friends is going to call you and remind you and say, you see this on Instagram? I hate Instagram. So you're going to get the tea. You're going to get the tea. But at night, if you can make it a purposeful decision to turn the electronic devices off, even your TVs, because that interrupted sleep, that impacts your mood the next day. That impacts how you interact with people. If you do not get enough sleep, that's huge. And y'all, believe it or not, the older you get, as far as teenagers moving from the adolescent to teenager, you need a lot more sleep. So sometimes, you, contrary to popular belief, you need to go to bed a little bit earlier than probably some of us do. So these, again, are meds that will not send you to the principal's office. These are meds that you do not have to consult your doctor uh, with, but these are things that you can do to help regulate yourself. So, real quick, this is what we call check your engine. How is your energy level right now? So this is where you all participate with me. So we're going to start with high. How many of your energy level, you're high? You're like, woo! Raise your hands, get a little lower. What happened? Your energy level right now, what's high? Oh, we're going to get y'all. All right, what about just right? You I'm good. Not right now, though. Right right now. Right now. Higher. Okay. Okay, so the energy level is low. How many of y'all are like? Got question. Get some sugar, get on sugar rest. There you go. Got question. <laughs> There's your low. Why do we have to get up early in the morning just to go? Yeah. It's low. We're gonna talk time. I'm together. tired. I know. So um so we're gonna go through a, a different activities that's gonna take you from high to just right to low, but you're gonna get the message of how if you are feeling low how to bring yourself up. So you like to stay in that just right range. But sometimes we need that high energy, especially if you're an athlete or you play instruments, if you have competitions of any kind, you need that, that pump to go into and do what you need to do. So that's what's coming up next. All right, so this is an interactive workshop. We're gonna be moving, stretching together. So first things first, how many of you right now notice any tension in your body? Anybody got any tension in their body? Anybody's got like shoulder? Anybody got a neck? Okay. All right. We're going to go ahead and stand on up. Whenever we're stressed, whenever we're stressed, we hold that tension in our body. Okay? When you're stressed, your muscles clench up. Okay, so everybody do this. Clenching on up. When you're stressed, you feel like this, totally clenched. Okay? Whenever you're starting to feel better and calmer, you're relaxed, right? So kind of loosening down and relax. All right. We're going to show some stretches and movements to do to help us get to that just right zone. As we're doing them, just notice your body. Okay? Just notice the way you can change how your body feels. All right. Let's do the first one. 
Alright, so with our first one, it's an arm stretch and you are going to kind of loosen up, take your hands up, lift that hand up, give yourself a pat on the back. Oh yeah. Then take your other hand, put it on your elbow and press. Oh, that mm, hurts. Mm-hmm. Alright, let it go. Release it a little bit, shake it out. Ooh. Other side. Other one. Press it back and touch and hold and press. The press gives you a deeper stretch. All right, shake it out. How do you feel? How does that one make you feel? What did you stretch out with painful? It was a little bit painful. It might be. Because sometimes we're using muscles that we have not thought about in a million years. <laughs> All right, so this one you're going to open your, your, your legs hip width apart. And then you're going to take your arms, reach them back, clasp, stretch, and then push up comfortably. Ooh, don't, don't hurt anything. <laughs> you release it, so you can feel that release. You shake it a little. Let's do it again. Getting that stress out of our bodies. Get that stress out. Good job, Santiago. And then we're going to do something that Santiago is doing. We're going to lean over and extend it a little more and press. I feel like I'm going to hit my hair on the table. Don't hit your head on the table. All right, good. Release it. All right. I feel like I'm going to break my arms. How many of you are noticing, gosh, this is starting to feel relaxing? Everybody's starting to be like, oh, my energy's kind of. My arm feels better. I'm feeling that Now what we're doing is compassion hug. The way this works is like this. Go ahead and take your arms out. Turn around. Look around the room. Look around the room. Make eye contact with a few people around the room. We are are all going through things. We all have struggles. You you never know what someone else is going through. But we're going to have compassion for each other and for ourselves. So bring in all that compassion for each other and bring it into you. All right, this gives us free oxytocin, which is feel-good chemicals. It's free, free uppers right here, totally free. And good, then we're gonna go back out, stretch it back, and then make your other arm on top this time. Bring it in, and it's free. And Shakira likes to say an affirmation here. So what are you gonna say, Shakira? Um, I'm awesome. I'm awesome. I'm smart. So say something good to yourself. Say something good. Woo! I feel great about myself. Woo! Yeah. Good. I like that. Yeah. 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 All right, that. Just notice what you notice. Anybody feeling a little looser? Yeah. Are you feeling um, places that muscles that you may haven't been using in a while? You're feeling it stretch out a little. Okay, I like that. All right, our next one, our slow motion needs. We, so we need some volunteers because I have on this cute little dress. Come on, come on, come, on come right up front. Come on to the front. Right up front, right up front. Come on. Okay. 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 and take those knees up nice and slow. And I want you to notice what you notice. Nice and slow, come on. Stretch those hands out, nice and slow. Nice and slow. Nice and slow. And if you know what the Heisman is, hold it like the Heisman. Nice and slow. (laughs) All right, so what feels, thank you so much. All right, give them a big round of applause. What What do you notice or what feels different for this one? when you're doing it slow instead of doing it fast. Did you notice? Just think about it, you don't have to call it out. All right, so for this one, we're gonna do a hip twist, same thing. Um, legs are hip width apart, 
You're gonna take the, those arms, fold them, press them out, and you're only going to move the top part of your body. And so you twist. Pull it into your chest and twist. Pull it into your chest and twist. We're getting some relaxation. We're getting some relaxation. Right, and what about your heart rate? How does your heart rate feel? How does your heart rate feel? All right, now this one, this one is a little bit more high energy. So we're ready for the game. We're feeling a little great. Actually, we're feeling good. We're feeling good. Everybody say, I feel good. I, I feel, feel good. No, you don't. Tell me, what do you feel? Good. Okay, good. I feel good. So this one, we're going to, they say a dribble and make a three-point, but we're going we're gonna to make it nice. <laughs> so what I, on the count of three, I want you to dribble, dribble, and make a three-point shot. One, two, three. Oh, okay, how do you feel on that one? Let's do that one again. Yeah. Ready? Let's go. Ready? One, two, three. Okay. All right. So what am I saying? So the last session, the last session, they had their Michael Jordan faces on. Y'all know when y'all go for that three points. They had their Kobe on. So we're going to do it one more time. I need Kobe. Wake up. In, in honor of Kobe, let's give Kobe a little honor. You know Kobe could show up. Give him a big hand around the applause. And now what we're going to do, we're going to do this dribble, dribble in honor of Kobe. Let me, Kobe, let me see what you can do. One. Two, three. Kobe. Okay. That's the jump in the back. I saw the jump in the back. I like that. <laughs> All right, so that one lifts you up. What do you notice about that? Is it low key or is it a little bit more up? What about your heart rate? How are you feeling? I want you to notice your heart rate. Good job. I feel like I'm relaxed. You feel like you're relaxed? I like you. All right, so I'm a swimmer. Teach swim, and I am a swim instructor. So on this one, we're going to freestyle. So I'm going to have you count for three. I want you to turn the head on four. <laughs> Hands out. Ready? One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Now, I know you all are saying, where am I going to do this at? You're going to do this in your room. <laughs> or you're going to do this in a place where you know the people will do it with you. So let's in the bathtub. Right. In the don't just be in the middle of the test swimming, people, okay? In the middle of SAT or PSAT swimming. Please don't. Okay. One more time. So observe your body. Oh, not one. Thank you, ladies. Observe your body. Where are you feeling? No judgment. How do you feel about it? Do you feel a little bit more relaxed? Have you touched something that you have a muscle or body part that you usually don't think about? Feel it? Good. Yeah. And if you're trying to get kind of up in the morning, those two... The three-point and the swimming, that helps you wake you up yes. in the morning, right, when you're tired in the morning. This one is like kind of a calming one. You can do it seated or standing, so we're going to do it standing. Um, this is a half moon, so you put your arms up like this, and then we're just stretching to the side. Woo! Feel that stretch? Good. To the center. <laughs> we store a lot of stress in our hips, right? We have a ton of stress and trauma stored in our hips. When we do this, we're getting it out. Get it out of your body. Let's do it. Stretch the side. Get that stress out. Oh, yeah. Woo! And then we're just going to do a breath that goes up and down. Yes, that's a good one for focus. So a lot of times we're doing this when we're studying. We need to come up and do that stretch to focus. Good focus one. Alright, so this is the chair pull, and, and we talked about this one in our last session. When you're having stress, 
you can have a seat. We'll do this one seated. So have a seat in your chair. You're going to hook those hands under that seat. And then you're going to tighten up and pull up for five seconds. And hold it, hold the sides of your, hold the sides of your chair. All right, and release. You feel the difference? Mm -hmm. We usually hold a lot of tension in our neck, in our arms, in our shoulders. Let's do it again. Hold the side of that chair. And release. How many of you get like anxiety before tests or before you have to like say do public speaking, anything like that? Anybody get a little stressed? This is a good one. Sometimes you feel kind of fidgety. Anybody kind of like a fidgeter? You like yeah. always tapping your pencil or moving? This is something you can do to help get some of that energy out. So let's do it with a breath. We're gonna inhale through our nose as we breathe up. And then exhale. Get that fidgety energy out, get that stress out of our bodies. Self-regulation is a skill. We can learn how to make ourselves have more energy or have less energy. That's something we can learn by noticing where our body's at and doing things on purpose to change our energy. Okay. Now we're going to breathing breaks. <laughs> I regulate my play with the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Babies make me happy. So we know that breathing can take you from either I'm too low or I'm too high to come back to the middle, to that green place. I will tell you that I'm an elementary ca uh, counseling coordinator and I've been an elementary person my whole life, so I call this your belly. So please put your hands on your belly. And we're gonna take some deep belly breaths. So imagine it's a balloon and you're gonna, you're gonna inflate it with your nose. So in, slowly out. In general, you want your exhale to be twice as long as your inhale, so let's do that again. Ready, in. One more, in. And out. So let's check in. Did anybody go from feeling a little jittery and high to a little more in the If, let's say you're starting to feel agitated with someone, and you know that if you say what you're thinking, you're going to get in trouble. How many of you have been in that place? So those belly breathings, those slow breaths can get you back into the green. So you say what you need to say, but you say it in a way that doesn't get you in trouble. All right, so now we're going to talk about square breathing. So this one's super easy. You're going to make a square. So put your hand in the air. Follow along with this. Issue. Yep. Okay, so we're gonna go up and hold over and exhale. Hold, oh, sorry. And exhale. Okay, in. Oh, hold, sorry. <laughs> inhale. Stretch in while you breathe. I like this. <clears throat> Doing this is 
called paced breathing. And if you can do this for three, four minutes a day, it can reduce your stress level all the time. So this is a free thing you can do, just practicing it a few minutes a day. Practice it when you're not stressed. Okay, here's another one, and there's a way to do this. I'll do, I'll do it two ways, because I think we have time. So first, you're gonna take your finger, and you're gonna trace your hand. And when you go up, you breathe in, and when you go down, you exhale. So in. Another way to do this privately, if you need to breathe and you need to do something to help you remember, is just fingertip breathing. You can do it down by your side or up here. So in and out. In. nature sounds. It's like instant spa brain. <laughs> and I think we're going to put this one in. So now we need to do something energizing. Okay. <laughs> That's how we can move. You notice the regulation? We're down-regulating. We're calming. Down-regulating. Oh, pressure points. Uh, so there are points in your body that when you touch on them, they automatically calm your neurology. And one is right here, right here in this little, we used to call that your Cupid's bow. I have no idea why, but I'm sure there's reason. So they call it the magic mustache. So you put your mustache on and you press. And if you're feeling kind of stressed and you don't want people to know, you can just do like this. And nobody knows. Loki. You're doing magic mustache. Thank you. <laughs> and if you notice, if you're not doing it, the guys in the back, do your magic mustache. Look how cool they look. look they do look cool. Look at that pose going on. That hair. Yeah, it's a little pressure point. It's free calming. Just a little. It's free. And it's free. And you don't need any special equipment. And then the inside of your ear, the pink side of your ear, if you press on that, it stimulates this big nerve that runs all around your abdomen, up around your heart into your brain. It's called the polyvagal nerve. And when it is stimulated, it will calm your neurology. And so you make, you get back into that green space. Huh? You can rub it. You just sort of massage the inside of the ear. They've been doing some recent treatment um, studies for depression on stimulating that part of the ear, and it's shown to be effective. <laughs> and right? it tickles. Just a little chill, free, once again. So we want to remind you all that these techniques are to help calm you when you are having a rough day at school, when your friend has upset you, when your teacher has thrown a, a pop, pop quiz in, you know, <laughs> so sometimes you just feel like, 
feel like DMX. <laughs> 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 you just want to sing a song. Hey, I got it. 
We're going to get you right back to high if you're feeling low.